Namaste guys, Nikhil over here. I will be the host of this episode. I just wanted to say that this episode was recorded a couple of months back right after the death of Irfan Khan. However, due to a lot of scheduling conflicts, we weren't able to put this out sooner, so I just wanted to give a little bit of a preface of that and I really apologize for the quality of my audio in this episode, especially towards the beginning. I hope you enjoy it. It's a really good episode about a really great man and an amazing movie. So that's that. Enjoy. Kuch bhi kehne se darta hai o mere saajan, o mere saajan. Visitors from across the universe. You are listening to Across the Universe, the Chicks with Accents podcast. Namaste. My name is Nick, and I'm coming to you from Mumbai, India. With me, as always, are my fellow chicks with all those foreign accents. Uh, Ghetto, who's from Estonia and blogs at Metal Ray. Hi, Ghetto. Good day. And Sophia from Portugal, who blogs at Returning Videotapes. Hi, Sophia. Hola. Uh, today's episode is our tribute episode to actor Irfan Khan, who passed away recently, and we will be talking about one of his most stellar films and performances in the Lunchbox. More on that in our main segment, which will follow our interesting movie slash TV shows of the fortnight choices. But first, here's a trailer from a fellow member of the Lamp Podcasting Network. This podcast is a proud member of the Lamp Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. Jordan, what? I want to watch a movie. I, I want to play some f***ing tunes. I want to watch a movie. I want to play tunes. Movie. Music. Movie. Music. Movie. Music. All right, fine, fine, fine. How about this? We will watch a movie, all right? Okay. Talk about that movie, and then we will listen to the soundtrack that went with that movie, and then talk about that as well. Okay. That sound good? Yeah. All right. So join us every episode on Screen Chats. You can check us out on iTunes. Go to our site, uh, ScreenTrats.net. That's uh, Screen, C-S-C-R-E-E-N-T-R-A-S.net. Join us for every episode. We hope you can join us, and we'll have a lot of fun, all right? Yes, we will. All right. Okay, so interesting movie slash TV show is our regular segment in which we talk about anything we saw since our last episode that interested us for whatever reason, which we want to talk about. Uh, so, uh, Sophia, did you have anything? Uh, no, <laughs> I still, I'm still rewatching Jane the Virgin. I swear it hasn't been that long, but um, but yeah, I'm just still in there. So. I don't want to repeat myself. So let's just move on to your picks, I guess. Okay. And, uh, okay, fine. So, Gator, what have you watched? So, I recently uh, discovered a new Amazon Prime show. So, um, it is created by Greg Daniels. Um, so, for those who don't know, for some reason, uh, he's the writer and creator for the uh, Office and Parks and Recreation. So, a funny guy. So, immediately you know. Uh, the show is upload and it's a comedy. Uh, mystery and sci-fi. 
and the best way I can describe it is that it's like a dragged out a Black Mirror episode that's not too serious okay. but like there's a lot of sci-fi stuff ha- happening so the premise is that this uh, series takes place in 2033 and there are a lot of uh, scientific upgrades uh, including uh, people can basically go to a virtual heaven okay so there's actual afterlife but instead of you know being angels in the sky they are uh, afterlives in like different kind of virtual realities and uh, the main character is in an accident and he's uploaded to this kind of a um i don't know british type of like a clubhouse uh, afterlife virtual reality uh mm. called lakewell lake i want to say lake something lakeville Anyway, uh, he's there, uh, but the cool part is that all these kind of afterlife people are managed by basically customer service people who are behind a computer in re- the real world, and uh, if they have like a question or if they want to change anything, they can con- contact their uh, angel, basically. They ask them to be called angels, and that's basically the premise. There's a lot more happening, but that's like the setup for the show and it has 10 episodes are out to binge watch for those who like and yeah okay. oh and the uh, main characters are played by Robbie Amal and Andy Allah yeah. okay. nice I know that Greg Daniels is like another show coming out right Space Force or something yeah yeah, yeah. I thought that's what you I had no idea about this show Hmm. I accidentally stumbled on it uh, late in one evening, and then the next thing it was like early in the morning because I watched it all. Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I do have a show, and it's also about, well, sort of about the afterlife. And it's, I'm really excited about this one. Like, so it's a K drama which is on Netflix. It's called Hotel de Luna del luna um mm-hmm. and it's the second ever k-drama that i've watched i watched this one before this called goblin which i had also really liked but it had like a lot of problems too uh because like basically each of these episodes are like 70 minutes long around mm-hmm. and what used to happen in goblin it happens in all k-dramas but like i feel like it's much lesser than hotel de luna is that like there's a lot of flashbacks to whatever we've seen so like for me like goblin used to feel like half the runtime was flashbacks mm-hmm. so that used to be really irritating um but and like it had but the hotel de luna has it like much lesser so it's like a like in one episode basically there's like three episodes worth of plot happening but so it's not it's not as draggy um and it's about to be the the premise is that hotel de luna is a hotel for like ghosts like before the afterlife it's where ghosts come if they're not being able to like move on and like the hotel basically tries to like fulfill any of your desires that you couldn't fulfill while you were alive 
um and the owner of the hotel is this woman her name is Manwal and she had like this like she's the owner because she had like this like super deep rooted grudge that she's not been able to let go of for a thousand years and mm-hmm. um the guy and then this guy comes he's this hotelier like she had like saved him when he was a kid and he comes he sort of like owes her uh like he so- she sort of like whatever owns him in a way because like he had she had saved his dad's life and he's like this hotelier and he comes and he starts like he becomes the hotel manager like he's the only human in the hotel and there are like these ghosts who've been there for like hundreds of years who like they like serve in the hotel and they're not able to like because they all they all also have grudges that they need to like get past and it's like most so it's 16 episodes i am currently in the 15th episode uh i haven't finished it i will finish it tomorrow uh but it's it's like mostly it's sort of episodic like there's sort of like a ghost of the week who you know they have like different sort of like traumas and this and that that they try to fix but there's also this like long running thread of like manwall and her past because she mm. had like she was this uh, sort of like a like a thief in korea like 1000 years ago and she had been betrayed by this man who she loved um and she holds like this like deep grudge and and it's like so like there's a lot of stuff which was also there in goblin like i've only seen these fan- these two fantasy dramas i'm yet to see like a non fantasy k drama but they have these like they have like grim reapers they have magical deities they have reincarnations so all these things are there and it's really nice it's like it's damn fun it's very very cute it's like like really good like romance because because it's like asian so there's you know a lot there's a lot of it is just the yearning of the romance which is always like the really fun bits and like k dramas only i think they only run usually for like one season so you know like it won't it it doesn't get dragged out it's just the right amount of like like the wanting and the yearning and the longing and the flirting so it's all of like the fun fun bits of romantic stuff without like you know it becoming like boring and dragging out like what happened with outlander um so mm. it's really fun and like it's and but i mean like it's a little bit like they do it's a little topical too like they like which those things i won't say like i don't like but i don't like as much because like i mean i get why they have to do it but it's it's it comes off slightly pedantic like the kind of like cases that they have with some of the ghosts and stuff but otherwise it's really like the mix of like there's like humor there's thriller there's like a serial killer there's a there's horror there's like historical romance there's fantasy so all of it in like this one package and it's really fun and like the, the like today usually i only watch one episode a day because one episode is literally like 70 minutes long and it's like long enough but today i watched like three and a half episodes cuz like right like because it was like it's right at the ending so like the really really like romantic dramas things are happening so it was like 
very very addictive to watch and um i and like the other thing that i really like is the main actress who's this like massive k-pop star like she's this massive solo star her name is iu and she's the main actress and she is really good like she like she nails her character is really complicated because she's like funny but she has all of these like like she's obviously like she suffered for like a thousand years so her, she like switches from like comedy to like drama to like she can be like really really like petty and like flawed at the same time so it's her character to me is really fascinating and she i think she portrays her really well um so it's really nice like i am i'm a fan like i had loved goblin but goblin like it was also like like really attractive korean men in like very nice clothes oh also the clothes her clothes are awesome okay i'm just dying over the costumes all the time but like goblin was a lot of that but God, goblin also had like weird like age differences which is i think like a staple in a lot of mm-hmm. fantasy type things but it was still like like the girl in that was like a school girl and the guy was like a thousand years old so that was not nice but then this it's like less icky like the guy is like a like a harvard graduate and stuff so it's not as gross um but like and but this is i think this is so much nicer and i'm sort of like addicted to it and like the last 3 4 episodes were so good it was so much fun yeah i would like if you guys can sit through so much cycling <laughs> it's raw like you will enjoy and the thing is like it's only like the best part is that it's there's no seasons like this is a whole story so you will finish all of it whenever you can okay. but it's really nice it's there on netflix Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It sounds good. Yeah. I'm very interested. Yeah. I think I think yeah. I mean I want after this I watch I'm going to watch like non uh non fantasy one just to see mm-hmm. how it mm-hmm. deals but like this one I think is like it's just a really good like fantasy story I thought like it's just nice it just reminds me of like I don't know books I used to read when I was younger and stuff. So, mm. so it's nice. I I still haven't watched a K drama mm. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I started I started one on YouTube because it had subtitles. Yeah. And I really loved it. And then I discovered I only had one episode on YouTube, and now I've just seen one episode. And <laughs> what 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 is it called? Uh, something with a squid. With a what? A squid. A squid. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm not that well versed in my K dramas, uh, but Wait, yeah. but this and also yeah. has like a really beautiful because IU is like a huge pop star, so it has like a really nice soundtrack too. because that's like a big big deal like the soundtracks of these k dramas is a big deal so oh, it it's a uh, it's go go squid yeah no <laughs> i don't know i'm a little like skeptical of like the older ones because like mm-hmm. i watched goblin and it was just like so much flashback and i was really irritating so those were our interesting TV shows of the fortnight and now let's get to our main discussion which is on Irfan Khan and the lunchbox
Irfan Khan was born on 7th Jan 1967 in the Indian state of Rajasthan. He got interested in acting under the influence of his maternal uncle who himself was a theater actor and after completing his masters joined the National School of Drama in New Delhi in 1984. His first role was in Meera Nair's seminal Salaam Bombay in 1987 but his scenes were cut. He then started working in Indian television and alternative cinema throughout the 90s until he got his big breakthrough role in Asif Kapadia's The Warrior in 2001 which opened in several international festivals. After that he starred in numerous Indian and international films with directors like Vishal Bharadwaj with whom he made Indian adaptations of Macbeth and Hamlet, Meera Nair with, with the namesake and New York I Love You. Uh, Wes Anderson in the Darjeeling Limited, Ang Lee in Life of Pi, Danny Boyle in Slumdog Millionaire, Michael Winterbottom in A Mighty Heart, Anurag Basu in Life in a Metro, and also Hollywood blockbusters like Jurassic World and The Amazing Spider-Man. He was also in the TV show In Treatment. He won several Filmfare Awards, which is the closest thing to Oscars in Bollywood, as well as the Padma Shri, which is one of the highest honors a civilian can receive in india unfortunately for all of us khan was diagnosed with a rare type of cancer in 2018 and though he had fought that he passed away on 28th april 2020 due to a colon infection at just 53 years old so all of these have just been facts for people who may not know much about him I don't think I also knew everything before researching for this intro. Writing it down, it felt like he had achieved a lot. But I think when I and many many people like me heard the news of his passing, we felt as if we had been robbed. We felt mm-hmm. robbed of a great artist who had so 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 much left to give. I'm going to talk about me, but I feel like I'm representing a lot of Indians, and that was the impression that I got. overwhelmingly over social media on the day that he died that here was an actor who portrayed the common man so thoroughly and so warmly that like when we saw him on the screen we felt like we knew him and as if he was our friend or he could be one um i'll discuss this more when we talk about the lunchbox but he was such a humanist actor and truly one of the greatest cinematic faces ever Um I had cried when he had first gotten diagnosed and I cried after he died but not just as a cinema lover but also because he was an actor that I dreamed of working with and that loss of a future that will now never be hurt a lot and I mean I think if I, one had to compare Indians felt how maybe westerners felt when someone like Philip Seymour Hoffman passed away and maybe even like a robin williams because irfan khan was like an like apart from being a great actor he was a brilliant personality so mm-hmm. it and that also like shone through his roles so it was just like a huge huge loss um coming to lunchbox it is a 2013 film directed by written and directed by ritesh batra starring irfan khan nimrat kaur and nawazuddin siddiqui It won the Grand Real Dior at Cannes and was nominated for Best Film Not in English at the BAFTAs. Um, it's a story about a housewife named Ila, played by Nimrat Kaur, 
who prepares a lunchbox for her distant husband, hoping to bring uh, him closer and that, like sort of save their marriage. And she sends it through the famous Dabbawala system in Mumbai, which is the system through which lunchboxes get prepared at home and are sent to offices. And like it, they've actually like people have like economists have studied the system, but and it's supposed to be very, 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 very accurate. However, in the film, the lunchbox does not go to her husband, but it ends up going to this taciturn and lonely widower named Sajan, played by Rafan Khan. And when she realizes the mistake, she writes a letter to him, which she replies to, and then it turns into a relationship, a correspondence relationship between these two very lonely souls and also in the picture is a young and enthusiastic employee played by Nawazim bin Siddiqui called Sheikh who Sajan is supposed to train and Sajan is supposed to like retire in a month so this whole film is basically set during that one month the last month of Sajan's uh, like career and that's that's the synopsis so I know that Sophia has watched this. I know, so I'm sorry, this was a really long intro, but I really wanted to get it right. So I don't want to like her <laughs> too much. Um, uh, I know Sophia has watched it. So I want to talk to Getter first. Getter, what did you think? <laughs> well, let's begin with an adventure, shall we? Yes, let's do so, it. <laughs> so usually I do kind of, you know, it's, I think it's just, you know, inevitable at this point. I leave things on the last minute. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot. I do that with life, with work, with everything, basically. And yesterday evening, well, basically nighttime almost, I started to watch the movie. And then I discovered it's not on Netflix for me. <laughs> and I was like, well, what now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not here too. I don't know. Did I did I say that it was on Netflix? I don't know, but I, I, I said it was on Netflix in India. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I completely. I think at some point I felt, oh, it's on Netflix, and I yeah, think yeah. forgetting it's different regionally. Right. And, yeah. and you said like, oh, it's probably Chinese show. It's probably on Netflix. Well, probably not for me because the <laughs> audience here is smaller for those types of uh, shows right. and movies. There are a lot of his movies on my Netflix. Not that one. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, okay. I didn't want Same. to kind of like scare you guys off being like, oh, let's watch another movie because I really wanted to see, uh, see it because it sounded really great. So instead of just watching the movie, I did an experiment of how can I watch a movie if I don't understand what's happening in terms of words. Luckily, there are English bits, which confused a lot. Like, it confused me a bit because there are a lot of, you know, letters back and forth. One version isn't in Hindi and the other one is in English. So I understood 50% of the correspondence. Yay. But um, I did want to kind of like, um, I I looked for subtitles, but I didn't find them. But there are uh, YouTube videos of this uh, movie uh so i kind of like was like last night was like okay fine i'll watch it without the subtitles um in terms of the experience i felt like i was more focused watching the movie okay um because i wasn't focusing on reading the subtitles but i was kind of like not just watching a movie 
but I was reading body language and I was looking for like nuances in the actress's actor's face and so on and kind of like I was looking at the visual rather than just listening to the words mm-hmm. and uh, I did love the movie like I, I would assume if I would have read actual the subtitles and I would have understand all of it, I would have loved it even more. And I'm definitely going to try and find like a proper subtitled version of this. But the like I think in in a way, um, seeing this movie without them, I I really like I'm a little emotional now because Nick had a really lovely intro and it made me so sad because I'm very sad. And then you mentioned the other two actors and that made me sad. <laughs> but but like I I could see that he is like he was extremely talented because yeah. I could read him so well. Yeah. That at times I kind of like I forgot that I didn't understand what was happening because I've kind of like felt like when he was waiting for the lunchbox and, and you could tell that he was like eager to get like lunch and then I don't know the guy who delivers them what, what they're called but like he walked past him and you could sense that he was so sad because he was starting to kind of look forward to these lunches and the letters and 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 this kind of human interaction that he was clearly lacking and i feel like in that sense i i really saw him as an actor Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i i mean i've never had this kind of like a movie experience probably when i was a little you know watching movies in english and wouldn't be able to read the subtitles but as a grown-up i rarely watch something that I don't understand and it kind of shifts your focus a bit mm-hmm. and when you were describing the movie I, I completely kind of connected the bits and part like you said like very enthusiastic and I was like oh yeah that's the, that's the guy yeah <laughs> like, he was always all like on there and and it was a little funny that I never understood what the auntie was saying mm-hmm but like I was, I was feeling like, ah, oh, she's like asking for advice, and the auntie is like the god above the clouds, kind of giving advice. But like, yeah. kind of, like that—that's what I felt, and and yeah. But it was so strange in in a sense that mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I recommend it without the subtitles, honestly. Okay, so it's funny because I saw it with subtitles because I wanted to see how good it translates for you guys so mm-hmm. that's just funny that she watched it without subtitles but it is it's but it can i mean when 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 getter first said it my heart sort of dropped because i'm like oh no she didn't get the movie but <laughs> uh, but it's but for the type of movie it is i think it works almost because yeah it's so well, much yeah like it's it you know, like that. I think that's why he sort of played with the two languages and everything too. Because mm. I don't know. I think it. I think it works. It's and I don't know. Well, but then if if you also kind of like go to Wikipedia and read the uh, plot, they usually give like a really. Mm-hmm. They give the important parts, like the big parts. Yeah. But you don't have the filling. You don't have the kind of like you have the cake. You know. Yeah. Up, Stuff, but there's no glossing on it or basically yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know. I know because yeah. also because i really um 
I love like the I love Ela's parts as well. So mm. you kind of miss them. Those those were also really very. They were they were really funny. Yeah. They were really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, that that would be. It works a little bit because I think this movie you were talking about his body language, and I think actually a lot of performances here rely on body language. Mm-hmm. Like there's 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 enough there. Like it's rich enough in that aspect yeah. that you can kind of sense what what they're feeling and everything. Of course, yeah, it's a very But yeah. Know, very knowing very... the line would have been nice. <laughs> it's, it's a very. Uh... Packed, not not packed in a sense, but it's a very minimal movie in a way that it's a very um, yeah yeah it's a very I know intimate story in a sense yeah that it doesn't have a lot of characters and when you I mean one character is literally just a voice mm-hmm. and uh, but like seeing it in in that way was yeah very, very strange yeah I mean I think I think Nick can talk about it. A lot better than me, but it it does look like a very uh, minimal yeah. movie for a Bollywood, yep. right? Yep. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's why I chose but, it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's a little bit. It's it's a bit closer, I think, to Hollywood. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although still not like mainstream, super mainstream mm-hmm. um, Hollywood, because there's a lot of silence and a lot of torture. Mm-hmm. Emotional I stress. like the silence part. Yeah, <laughs> you can understand them <laughs> for once. Like you like the silence of the film. Yeah. No. Uh, but, 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 no. Do they explain? They don't explain the lunchbox system, right? Because like, no, no. It, no, I read. That's a joke. Because I mean, that's when towards the end when she tries to tell the guy. Yeah. That she, they're delivering it on the to the wrong address, so he's he defends it. He's like, they they came and did a documentary on us, so like that's yeah, like Harvard. <laughs> that's the only bit where like they sort of like touch upon it, but yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they don't explain it. But there's a there is like a there's I don't remember who maybe it was BBC. I remember watching a whole video about like. Uh, this whole... Me too. Yeah. Me too. I think I think around the time I don't know if it was when this came out mm-hmm. um, or something. Maybe there was some something on television because I remember seeing a video, uh, some kind of that explained the system or or basically talked a little yeah. about it and it showed like the trains and yeah the the lunch boxes and it looks insane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How they actually make it work is insane. Yeah. It's like a hundred and like twenty year old system. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Well, and they haven't updated it. No, it works. It works. It works. Yeah. Why update? It works so well. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, but so I'm. I really, I really like this. Like yeah. as soon as I started watching uh, back then, I got that it has that you've got male feeling just mm-hmm. just because of you know the correspondence and mm-hmm. everything you get. It's sort of a relationship of two people who don't meet. Um, so except a lot more depressing because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this movie is really very sad. People keep saying like, "Oh, it's an amazing romance," and I'm like, "No, it's just really sad because there's two people." I I don't even like it's. It's like they 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 don't fall in love exactly. It's yeah. almost 
right? It's more like a, a companionship and like... Comfort? Yeah, comfort, exactly. It's finding comfort in someone who is feeling something similar to you and the anonymity of it kind of allows you to be completely real in the way you interact with them. So, you know, the way they um, express their feelings and everything. And yeah, it's, it's, it's the kind of movie that I really love. As you know, I love movies that are very slow and that really explore um, a limited range of feelings in a way. Mm-hmm. In this case, just loneliness and sadness and longing. And yeah, so and it's amazingly acted. So it's definitely such a huge loss. And it's, it's shocking how young he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I can only imagine like people, like you were saying for India, probably have like a huge connection with this actor because you've known him a lot more, uh, than, than we do from his other roles in your industry. Um, the actress herself, I really liked her. I don't know if I had seen her before in anything. She's, she's been in Homeland after this. Uh, no, I haven't seen Homeland. Maybe it's just maybe it's just because I watched the movie before, so this time I was I had kind of a deja vu about her. Mm-hmm. But she was really good too. Yeah. I really liked her. Yeah, and and the young guy uh, as well. He was hilarious. You should have seen you should have seen it with subtitles for him because yeah. he had he had and he has such a gorgeous story too. I think I what I missed in this film. I think there's a lot of. Uh, cultural societal mm-hmm. uh, comment there that I don't quite grasp exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of class stuff like uh, poor versus you know about poor people and the, the struggles. You know what the, what he said about some a lot of people eating two bananas for lunch. Like that's I think that's sort of shocking for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very but it's said like the way the movie. Um, talks about these things it's very beautiful like it's it's sad but it's not in uh like you know not, what i mean they're not pitying it it just is no it's not preaching it's not it's just kind of him observing and talking about what he sees even like the first class and yeah. uh, not first class but like the second class all those details that it just it, it's woven i don't know if that's a word together <laughs> Through, with this story that it just, it makes this film very rich narratively and in terms of the the picture that it paints basically of society in Mumbai even if it's just a small part of it like I don't know I have no idea that's what I was missing here I hope you're playing like no, but <laughs> I think what, that, what was yeah. like that oh, when he was driving in the train yeah he was describing the letter that somebody was touching him and could tell who. Yeah, so he thought like someone was touching him, his like his crotch area. He thought it was that woman, but turns out it was oh, it was yeah. like someone creepy. <laughs> so he was just talking, trying to explain to her that things are not always as bad as what? you think they are. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But, but, the, okay. But, yeah. but the humor more than that is right after that because she laughs. And then the auntie goes like, why are you laughing? And she's like, I remembered a joke. And she's like, what joke? And she's like, I forgot. So the auntie is very, is very funny too. She provides a lot of comic relief. But yeah. Yeah. 
missed it all. Very serious yeah. movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very sweet story of the auntie as well, like the auntie and the fan and all that stuff. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um yeah. Maybe the auntie like is the is auntie like a term for just, you know, whoever yeah. that you love or is it actually her aunt? No, so I, I like as it was explained never have that ever auntie is basically any like slightly older woman. Indian <laughs> woman. Wait, wait, who you are who you have to like no you're not an auntie don't worry you're not an auntie like i i would like you know prop pro, like mostly married married and like older uh women than you who you have to like if you have to talk to someone respectfully like you don't usually say their names you know you won't like mm. say, unless like i mean that's a more modern twist on like a more like a professional setting but at home like you know you don't say uh like you will say uncle auntie or if it's not as older you say like we, well brother sister which is bhaiya didi something like that so that's how the whole thing is so you, any so and older women are just called aunties <laughs> auntie my mom calls like everyone an auntie even if she's older than them so she's like it's 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 subjective also <laughs> <laughs> So basically, everyone's an auntie. <laughs> But for my mom, <laughs> yeah. So I chose this movie also because, well, unfortunately for me, I haven't seen the namesake or Pansing Tomar, which are supposed to be his two other like really, really good roles. Um, hmm. and I mean others as well. But those two, like usually, I think these three come up the most, like Lunchbox, Pansing Tomar, and the namesake. uh and what had happened what used to happen and like that that's also like one of like the great sources of sadness was that a lot of movies that he was in he was obviously really good in them but you could mm-hmm. see that the movie was not like tapping into his full potential you know like that's yeah. also like what is so sad because you're like and that's like I, i mean i'm still on twitter like there are a lot of like film industry people who are still like in sort of mourning because you know like everyone just expected so much from him because everyone could see that his full potential had not been even tapped into but mm-hmm. i think i think like lunchbox like works because i think it captured so much of what made him great so well um because as i was saying like he's he he was one of the great cinematic faces and this film does that it just keeps the camera on him for so long and yeah. it's just his little movements and you know like he's just you can sort of like see what he's thinking just from yeah. his face you know and there are not that many actors who can pull that off there there aren't there are like i mean i for me there are people like Joaquin Phoenix like a Jack Nicholson you know like like a Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. like you know you just so much of their face does the acting um and yeah. uh the other guy in this nawazuddin siddiqui like he's often like considered like sort of his once his spiritual successor but he also does a lot of these sort of um art roles uh but i don't think as good as he is i don't think he has that uh some yeah. actor some directors can like get it out of him but i don't think it's the same quality that irfan khan had um and and so it was weird cuz like i was watching it and then even though on the day that he passed away i watched uh makboor which is like the indian adaptation of macbeth in which he was in 
So, you know, it's like fairly recently that I saw another Irfan Khan movie, but I was watching this film and I'm like, I never noticed, I, I never, I don't remember the fact that he has dimples. But I think it matters, it mattered in Lunchbox because he would smile so rarely and every time the smile would be significant. Like, you know, mm. you know, like it, it had like a purpose. And again, like it made, and it was, I thought I would cry much more <laughs> while watching it, mm-hmm. but he just had like, even in this, like whenever the warmth came out, it was, it made you sort of happy, which in its yeah. own way is sad that again, it's not going to happen again, but I'm going to, uh, it's just, it's so emotional to talk about it because it just, it captured so much of like what made him magical so well. And and but also the other good thing is that Nimrat Kaur is also like if not equal but she's very close to him like she is also really really good in this film and I think this is like this was the first time that I had seen her in anything so I was mm-hmm. so impressed and I was also impressed by how like <clears throat> she looks like a like an ordinary Indian woman like you know she does she's not like a glamorous Bollywood actress she, yeah, she's, yeah she is beautiful and like there are like other like mm. roles of her or whatever but like she, i liked how like normal they made her look and they were again like you were saying like things like i would like that would come for indian audiences so things like the fact that her eyebrows aren't done properly like she has like if i don't know if you guys noticed it but on her nails her nails were always like orange because that's mm. like uh like henna or mandy that a lot of like indian housewives put a lot so like a lot of like a lot of women like my aunts and all that i know who always have those nails you know so like okay, the yeah. attention to detail was so so well done in this film that i mean i know so ritesh batra he like he studied in nyu and stuff so he obviously has like a more international approach um yes so but but I love I love the fact that he got all of these like details that like Indians would relate to. But at the same time, the story can be appreciated by people outside India because it's, it's yeah, it's universal. Yeah, yeah, in that way. But there are like and like again in this in this viewing, just like you know the serials that he watches, and um, the fact that she gets like that auntie to play that song in a cassette. Like those things in this viewing, like reminded me so much of my own childhood because like my parents used to watch those shows and my dad used to have like a massive collection of cassettes with that. Like I remember he had that cassette too. Um, So it just, it, it's, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's just a very like beautiful look at like a middle class, normal Indian life or like two lives. Um, and and well, even in a way, three lives like Sheikh's life is also like, and even slightly lower class, like how they deal with a lot of things and their sort of perseverance and stuff. So it's just it's such a I'm like I'm so grateful that the film exists and like it was able to capture Irfan Khan doing what he did best. Yeah. Really, really good. I love this film. It's so nice. I will, I will definitely watch it again and yeah. then understand all of it. And, oh, and, and like the ending, 
what did you guys think mm. of the ending? I remember, ah. I remember watching the ending the first time. Like, we watched it in mm-hmm. the theater, and I, I could sense that it was going to be, uh, spoiler alert, it's going to be a cliffhanger. And yeah. I was just yeah. like, and I and I just I just kept going like, don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And it did. It was. And I was just like, God damn it. It was so annoying. Um, <laughs> but, but like, Sketcher, did you understand the significance of the ending? <laughs> well, the ending for me was that they both sort of wanted to be with each other, but they kind of missed each other. Well, I don't know. I I understood that for me, maybe. Um, I don't know if I wanted them. Maybe it's because I'm missing a lot of context in this movie. Yeah. Uh, But I I kind of like didn't want them to be together romantically. Mm -hmm. But like, this is friends. Okay. Hmm. But I don't know, but like so I think the ending would kind of feel different if I was pursuing the idea of them getting together and kissing under, you know, sun- the sunset before the sunset or something. <laughs> I, no, I, th- I think they do meet because like it's it's something that like she says that Sheikh used to say a lot. So just the fact that she says that I think makes it a more hopeful ending uh, about like them meeting to find in the end or something like that. So Maybe what did not you like, right away but like maybe they're getting there. Mm-hmm. So like in that sense. Like you said it's like a month. Yeah. So maybe after three months you know. <laughs> okay. Two months, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you know it. It does leave it a bit open. It does leave it open ended. Yeah. Like, are they going to to the same place, mm-hmm. or he's he going somewhere else, or yeah, it's kind of that missed each other. Um, but also, I was just like, uh, the places are are real, like that they talk about. Yeah. This okay. No, just because when she talked about uh the place that she was going, I can't remember the name, and she was like, Oh, because they say everyone is happy there or yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the feeling that maybe there was some sort of um I don't know, fantasy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if if even if the place is real. I feel like Bhutan is the place I'm not sure. Yeah, but I feel like cool. that's the place where um Michael J. Fox had gone to sort of like calm his Parkinson's down. Not sure. Oh. Yeah, because it's also like in an elevated area. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's sort of like sort of I don't know something. What I don't remember. I'd seen it in some interview a long time. Like, like it's maybe associated with like healing and. Yeah, and like it's on like yeah. it's on a it's on like a hilly it's a hilly region. So, mm-hmm, yeah, something about. It. I'm not sure if it's Bhutan though. It might be Nepal. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. But, My, well, that's, you know well, the cafe that they meet that they meet at. Yes. Shot yes. there in Moscow. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a really famous cafe. So that was really cool. Like I remember <laughs> that, but like we had shot there, and that I got really. I was, 
I was so mad at him. Like, you're not old. Why are you? You're so pretty. Like, what? I know. I was so mad, but that made it so good. Yeah, that that whole bit when he's watching her and he like gets her to oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I love I love what he said about uh, smelling his grandfather in yeah. his. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just a beautiful way to just say that I feel like I'm going old. Yeah. You know, I'm getting. Yeah. really old it's just uh, and a very real one too like yeah. i don't know because sometimes i look at my father and i thinking he's starting to look like my grandfather you know <laughs> yeah so uh, it's just it picks up on really mundane um yeah. normal things yeah and it makes them i think that's what makes a brilliant script in, yeah and yeah yeah but uh but to talk about the ending i don't know like my my my, I don't think they're going up to the same place and I think they'll never actually meet again. But that's just the way I like my endings, you know, like really bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I had thought that, but I think because of like the fact that she's, I didn't remember this again, that she says the whole like sometimes, so get, get her just for context. Uh, like the Sheikh, the young enthusiastic emperor, that guy, oh, he says yeah, he it. says this thing which like he says that his mom used to say that sometimes the wrong train goes to the right station yeah. or will take you to the right station which is also like makes sense because of like the lunchbox itself because it's mm-hmm. to the right person mm-hmm. even if it's going to the wrong person so she repeats that same thing at the end so I think that like and she says it like on her own right she doesn't say she doesn't know who Sheikh is so she just says it yeah yeah own. So just the coincidence makes me hopeful. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. this has, it's it's very beautiful. It has some great quotes actually. Yeah, so fun. I love I love the one. Oh, how do you say? Uh, when when he he says that uh, we we forget things if if we have no one to tell them to yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's really beautiful yeah. too. That one of the the wrong train is just it sounds like one of those quotes that you'd see all over Pinterest and Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like inspirational quotes. But it's true. Yeah. But it's true. I think you're right. I think yeah, probably. There's there's definitely there's a space for for hope or even just to like think that no matter where they end up, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for our episode. We miss your fun con. Uh, do any of you have any plugs? Great segue. <laughs> um, I can plug. Okay. Like. Um, so by the time this episode goes up, I would have finished my 10 for 10, mm-hmm. uh, top 10, top 10 posts. Dear God. <laughs> the worst thing is I named it myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I took about it myself. 10 for 10 10 top 10 posts for Metal Ray's 10th birthday. They are up <laughs> on my blog at metalray.com. Um, and yeah, I had a lot of fun doing these. Um, nice. Yeah, I yeah. haven't had the chance to even like reply to comments or like do anything else. I don't know why. Because uh, every, every time I have free time, I'm watching This Is Us and crying. <laughs> so, so in case yeah. so in case I'm not answering comments but that's also kind of like 
late at night, like one episode at a time, because I can't handle more. And then, yeah. But yeah, yeah, had a lot of fun making the top ten list. It's really hard to list things, so guys, please read them. Okay. <laughs> I have. I've also commented on something. The Potter thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I will reply soon. It's okay. Cool. I'm like I. I mean, I don't blog, but when I blog, I never reply because I'm like, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna check this. There's nothing. Um. Yeah. Uh, Sophia, do you have any plugs? Uh, no, not today. No. Okay. My my plug would be Hotel de Luna because I'm really into it. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute and romantic. Okay, so that's it for today. As always, I am Nick, and you can find me on Twitter at nickhut underscore z. I'm Getter. I blog at metalray.com, and you can find me on Twitter at metalray. And I'm Sophia. I blog at returningvideotapes.com, and you can find me on Twitter or Instagram under returning videotapes. That, yeah, basically, you just inverted the order. Um, our episodes are free to download and listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you thought about our episode today, about the lunchbox, about Irfan Khan, about any of the TV shows that we talked about on our blog, which is across the universe podcast.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash across the universe podcast, or you can email us at across the universe podcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. 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 Nothing's gonna change.